everybody. Welcome to What the Hell with Julie and Steph, the podcast where we discuss whatever the hell is interesting and relatable in our lives and in the news. I am Julie. I'm Steph. Hi. Hey. And we are really excited to be with you guys again this week. We have a ton of stuff to talk about. So, um, Stephanie, how was your week? Did you do anything exciting? No, I was like work, work, <laughs> work, and more work. Um, yeah, I did. I think I offended somebody on Facebook. <laughs> ah, I hate like I don't know. I guess you know when you text things, it doesn't translate that well. But they posted a picture and. My comment was hashtag hipster heaven, <laughs> which well, I didn't the picture mean. Of? I didn't mean to offend them. It was like something that they were like a project they were working on, and then in the background there were some stereotypically hipster things. <laughs> and I didn't mean for it to like offend them at all. I didn't even mean for it to be an insult because honestly, the stereotypical hipster things like art and music and you know great books all the time like are actually really good things if you think about it so I don't know but you know they they were like thanks a lot and then they deleted their picture and I don't know I sent a message I was like I'm really sorry I didn't mean to offend you I still feel like an asshole about it but um I didn't mean to offend them I didn't at all but. No, I don't think that's offensive because <laughs> it's like what is offensive about art and books and you know what's what's offensive about that? I don't get it. It seems I, I think okay it was just to me. The word hipster, you know, the word hipster, I guess. But it's not a derogatory term. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess it depends on who you ask. I mean, he was offended. He's offended. I can't argue that he's not. So, you know, all I can do is apologize. And uh, he he was cool about it. He was like, no worries, no worries. Um. So, well, he must have been somewhat hopefully. worried if he, like, deleted <laughs> it, like, shut that shit down. Like, no. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. Know I hope he I'm really wasn't that offended. I hope he's okay with it. I'm like, ah, oh, and it's a coworker, too. And you never, ever want to, like, feel like you offended a coworker, especially. Hmm. Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't work with this person <laughs> every day. But if I ever had to, ah, then I would feel bad all over again. Hmm. Ah. Man, yeah, so. well, um, I offend my coworkers like every day of my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess that's the downside to working in a really small office. We have three girls in our office that are the customer service reps for the company. And uh, yeah, that can kind of make for some uncomfortable situations. Um, I will be the first person to admit that I am not the easiest person to get along with. Um, I'm very blunt, and you always know what I'm thinking or feeling. Um, that's very clear. Uh, it's never it a guessing true. game with me. <laughs> <laughs> some people appreciate that, and some people don't. Um, I have a certain coworker. It's the Amy girl that we discussed, you know, shows and shows ago. Um, the girl that was telling the customers that we make our organic fertilizer in the fridge. <laughs> Um, <laughs> for some reason, well, I think, um, she's really sensitive and she's really young. So it's almost anything I say to her, she takes as like a personal attack and that I'm out to get her and I'm so mean. Um, for me, I just see it as either a constructed, constructed, I see it as like a constructive criticism or something that I'm trying to help with. Um, clearly, if you hear someone telling a customer something that is not correct, you want to help them so that they are saying the correct thing. And yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, whenever I try to help her or correct her, it's that I'm kind of like the bad guy. So, I mean, she was talking to a customer who had called in and said they got a coupon. And um, she said, as far as I know, there's not any coupons out there. 
Um, but I was trying to explain to her, well, he's talking about marketing. He got some kind of marketing mail that came in, asked him if he can remember what it said. Um, was kind of what I was trying to say. I probably sounded a little bit more annoyed when I said it. It probably came off as, um, Amy, we do have coupons. It's marketing mail. Um, that's what we send out to the customers. It's like, we duh, do offer Amy, that. <laughs> I yeah, and you know what? I I probably could have said it in a different way, um, but I don't think that I was like being mean spirited and like out to get her and like just you know being a bitch to her. Like I don't think it was that way, but it was like you said. It's like duh, like yes, of course we have this. Every business has it, and. Let's not sound so confused on the phone with the customer. So, yeah, so that was my issue this week is that it's been, um, that happened on Friday, today's Monday, and we haven't said two words to each other the last two days. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, do you ever have issues like that? I know you work in a much bigger office, and I feel like you probably have a more laid back atmosphere, so that might not be a problem with you. Um, you know, honestly, I, there's always going to be people that take criticism personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I think what you have to realize and what our company really, like, fosters, like, with classes and, you know, uh, pep talks and emails and, you know, seminars you can go to, they really talk about how you want to grow and develop into a better person. And mm-hmm. a big part of that is criticism. I personally, yeah. criticism doesn't offend me. If someone is like, hey, moron, <laughs> you just <laughs> told them the wrong thing. Like, are you stupid? It's this. Of course, I'm going to be like, what a bitch. But do you think that that's what I no said No one to does her? that. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I probably did sound annoyed, but I just felt like this is kind of, you should know that we send marketing. You've worked here for a year. Um, you handle the mail that goes out of the branch so and the mail that comes into the branch. So it just kind of seems like this is something you should already know. And so, you know, I, I'm going to be the first person to admit I'm not the easiest person to get along with. There's a lot of things that I say where, you, you know, I'm wearing my heart on my sleeve at all moments. Um, so I, I get that some people can't kind of handle stuff like that, but I'm with you on the constructive criticism thing. I want to be the best employee and the best person I can be. So if you've got tips, if you've got, you know, if I'm saying something wrong, by all means, tell me what I should be saying, because I don't want to be saying the wrong thing. A big thing with customer service, I don't want to tell the customer something wrong, because then they're just going to call back. And there's nothing I hate more than when I get <laughs> that email or that chat from someone who's already had five different interactions with us in one way or another. And they're like, this has not been fixed. I keep getting told this and this and this, which doesn't happen yeah. often. But when it does happen, I'm like, why can person number one just fix it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like. It was yeah. all right there. They they missed something. And I get everyone misses something. Everyone has a mistake and thinks they can't do it or for whatever reason. But, yeah, that's my pet peeve. It's like we have this one contact resolution ph- philosophy. And I'm like, telling them wrong info is like it turns into them calling over and over. And then someone has to answer with someone cranky. Yeah. Because I don't like and calling customer service more than I have to. <laughs> like, oh, no. No matter yeah, how I nice totally they are. Agree. Well, and I am, um, I, I guess my biggest problem is if there's something that you don't know, don't just make it up or cross your fingers and hope you're saying the right thing. Um, yeah. You know, tell the customer, you know, and I, I don't like to hear this on the phone either is, Oh, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't want to hear that as a customer. So usually I'm the person that says, you know what? That is a really good question. And if you don't mind me putting you on hold for a moment, I'm going to find out the correct answer for you. And people are more than happy to hold for the correct Mm -hmm. answer, but you don't want to sit there and be like, I have no idea. I don't know. I know nothing of this. And then not take the time to ask someone. If you're unsure, 
ask someone, get the right answer, give the customer the right answer, but don't just like wing it because that doesn't help anyone because then like you said, you've got the customer that's calling back, that's talked to X amount of people, their issue is not resolved, they're starting to escalate and get frustrated and it's just something that we could take care of like immediately at the beginning of the issue. I just ask a that's question, humble um, yourself. Yeah, that's something that really... I really liked where I worked is uh, because I worked at a bank before a long time ago Mm -hmm. Um, and it's all very buttoned up and stodgy and formal but where I work now I felt totally comfortable when I was in training (laughs) telling a person hey I'm sorry you're my second call of the day I'm just gonna double check because I don't want to give you wrong info and have to make you call back okay (laughs) and they'd be like no problem. I got a good response. Like, that's my yeah. second day. Like, <laughs> well, and people, people like, oh, love okay. that. Like, for mm-hmm. me, I love that. Just be honest. If you don't know the answer, that's a great question. You know what? I don't know the answer, but I'm going to find out for you. I want to give you the right information. You know, I, as a customer, I'm all over that. I'm like, yes, if you need to put me on hold for 10 minutes, I will wait for 10 minutes because, in my opinion, Most people that call a company for customer service or have an issue that needs to be resolved, they expect to wait. They don't expect to call and have their issue resolved in 30 seconds. For me, when I call my cable company, my cell phone company or whatever, I'm going to make sure I have time to speak with those people to resolve my issue so that I'm not going back and forth. So I honestly don't think most people will mind waiting on hold a couple minutes while you get the right answer for them. And it does come with being humble and realizing that you don't know everything. And it's a thousand percent okay to ask someone that does. And, you know, conversely, I've been in her shoes too, where I mostly some mornings I go into work at like 4am, which is, Oh my gosh, I don't know how you do that. I'm not a morning person at all. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I I always tell people I have stayed awake till 4 a.m. Way more than I've ever, I don't think I've ever gotten up by choice anywhere near 4 Um, (laughs) a.m. But, you know, I I remember calling just a couple weeks ago. Uh, We have like a, uh, like a helpline, kind of. We have a department that... If we don't know something or if someone's really escalated, we can transfer them or we can call ourselves and ask them, like, hey, I don't know the answer to this. So I reached out to them and I was like, hey, it was this order. And they were like, why hasn't this been delivered? And I was like, oh, there must be a problem with this order. (laughs) And I don't know, it was just early. I didn't see it was shipping because a lot of the shipping is overnight. uh, But this one was four to five days. So it was like... Oh, wow. <laughs> I, it wasn't, it wasn't, there's was nothing wrong with the order. But I reached out. I'm like, hey, is there something wrong with the order that hasn't shipped? She was like, uh, it's not expected to arrive until, I don't know, like three or four days from now. And I was like, oh, duh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at it and I was like, no, no, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, it's just well, way too early, I guess, for me. And she was like, I get it. And that was yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, and, and... I was like, dumb question. I know it. All right. <laughs> well, it's great to have coworkers that are like, or colleagues that are, you know, open to that kind of thing. Like, I'm lucky enough to have a coworker that sits right next to me that has been with the company for 12 years. She knows it all. She does it all. And she's more than happy to help no matter what you need. So it is so helpful. And, you know, <clears throat> when I first started working there... I told them, you know, you're probably going to be really annoyed with me like the first two weeks of the of my job here because I'm going to ask you a thousand questions. If I don't know the answer, I will ask you. I'm not going to guess. I want to learn everything I can so and accurately so that I am totally equipped to help the customer to sound knowledgeable, to be knowledgeable. And to be able to handle things on my own without bugging you later on. And so that's kind of how I approach every job is like, hey, you're going to be super annoyed with me. I'm going to ask you a million questions for the next two weeks. But have no fear after the first few weeks. You're not going to have to help me much because I remember things and I'm going to have the right answers. So I, I don't understand when 
people, like I said, just don't kind of reach out for help. Or I don't know if it's a pride thing, um, if it's being it makes them nervous, feel stupid, maybe. Or, and, yeah, or maybe or they don't want to be dumb. a bother. Sometimes it's almost like I'm too nice. I don't want to bug people. Well, let me tell you, you are more of a bother when you mess things up and people have to fix them than you would be if you had asked for help when you needed it and done things right the first time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm the same way too. Opinion. In training, I was like <laughs> asking a million questions. One of the trainers, yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I have another question. And she was like, no, no, I love it. It's no problem. <laughs> I felt like every call, I was like, I had my, because we like raise our hand or like a little flag. <laughs> like, help. Yeah, you're, like the people in your class were probably super annoyed by you. But you know what? You probably don't need, need much help now, do you? Like, no, you can just yeah. do your thing. You've got the answers. You know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So... So, yeah, work but stuff. it was your birthday too. I know. So it, what was great about my birthday is they super spoiled me at work. I came in, I had confetti everywhere, all over my desk, <laughs> giant balloons. I know I should post a video on our Facebook yeah. page because it was super cool. So confetti everywhere, giant balloons, flowers, a card that sang to me, um, cake, I mean, just like super spoiled. It was so cool. And, you know, the Amy girl, she really did a lot of running around and stuff for me. And, you know, as much as I have my issues with her, she does have like a really good heart. And she is a very sweet girl. So I appreciated all of the running around for me that she did, picking up this and that and doing all that stuff. Especially Mm -hmm. when you know that someone does something like that for someone they probably don't like all that much. Um, (laughs) that is even nicer to think about that. Um, but (laughs) so, so she did a lot of that. So that was really nice. And, um, my manager has been on leave for a little while, but she, you know, of course, heavily was, you know, into all that stuff too. So I got super spoiled for my birthday. Um, the only complaint that I have (laughs) is that, Um, so Carl and I had discussed celebrating my birthday on the weekend because my birthday was on Tuesday. So Mm -hmm. Friday rolls around and he says something about, uh, watching a movie at home or something. And I'm like, okay, so are we not going to celebrate my birthday then? Oh my gosh, Stephanie, listen. (laughs) So he says, well, I was going to take you hiking and do all of these things for your birthday, but then it snowed. We had a blizzard last week, like full on over a foot of snow, blizzard, work day, uh, snow day out of work and all kinds of stuff. So it was really bad. And he's like, but then it snowed and all the places I wanted to take you were like all icy and covered in snow. And so I was like, um, so... Then I just don't get, like, a birthday because it's snowing. <laughs> um, what if, did you, like, come up with a backup plan? I mean, you cannot you even... snow day a birthday, okay? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> That's so true. You cannot snow day a birthday. No. And so I was really, my feelings were so hurt all day. Yeah. Um, I went to the gym after work and had, like, a badass workout because I was all frustrated and had my feelings hurt all day and I came home and I was like you really hurt my feelings because you know it's not my fault that it snowed and does that mean that I just oh well you know he's at at first earlier in the day he'd said well do you want to celebrate next weekend and I was like no I don't want to celebrate my birthday two weeks later that's like that's totally pointless so I don't know. I was all upset. My feelings were hurt. And mm-hmm. I mean, have, have you ever had that issue with John? Like, has he forgotten something? Or I think the worst thing is not that he forgot, but that he intentionally did not plan anything. I think, and I think that that's worse, worse than forgetting. Me too. Um, <sighs> you know, I don't, I guess I know that it has happened. I can't remember details, but I feel like it was maybe Mother's Day. And it was pretty Ugh. much just like a card. <laughs> Actually, there were a couple. At holidays least you got a card. 
in a row and it was just a card and I was just like and then I you know you're put in an awkward position because it's like one I don't think Mother's Day I think it was Valentine's Day and Mother's Day um and I don't feel like either of those holidays warrants extravagant gifts like those are no. like flowers and let's maybe go on a date together kind of holiday yeah. to me yeah but it was like a card and I don't know my feelings were just a little hurt the first time not so much but then the second time because it was like two holidays that were close together mm-hmm. I was like well what the F is this like you better <laughs> not be getting in these bad lazy habits because I don't my feelings are hurt I mean yeah I don't even like cards <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know I hate buying cards because I feel yeah. like they're overpriced oh yeah I don't need to pay $7 for a piece of cardboard with some lame pun on it or something. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't yeah, know. I totally I'm agree. Just, actually, since then, we've both sat down and I'm like, you do not have to buy me a card. They honestly make me a little bit angry. I don't know. I'm really cheap, I guess. <laughs> well, because they're so expensive and the per- they didn't write the sentiment themselves. Yeah, it's like canned. Feel- it's canned yeah sympathy or sentiment yeah like (laughs) it's just and then you feel obligated uh, to keep it because it was a seven dollar card and it sits in a drawer for three years and then you throw it away although i will say john has given me great cards Uh, oh yeah i guess you know he'll write little personal things on them or like do you know those little cards will they have the two little cartoon animals like dogs or penguins or whatever yeah (laughs) like you know interacting like and it'll be like all rhymey, sing songy. I don't know. He gets me those a lot. <laughs> and he'll like write down like personal little memories of like a date we went on that mirrors what the card is saying. And Aww. I keep those. Those were like really sweet, I, I guess. Maybe I shouldn't hate cards so much. But well, yeah. And Carl like takes his card <laughs> choosing very seriously. Like he will literally start looking for cards a month before. Um, wow. an occasion <laughs> he goes online and he looks at him and then he finds out like where can I buy this card and he's all serious about it so I enjoy that I think it's really sweet because he really puts a lot of thought into it but you know I didn't even get a card I was so upset yeah. Stephanie. I was like you know even if you wrote me a note and maybe drew me a bath or gave me a massage yeah. that didn't turn into something else like <laughs> that you care I just really feel like you care yeah, thoughtful, something thoughtful. But, you know, so I came home and I told him, you know, this really hurt my feelings. And I just feel like, you know, if, if your plans were ruined because of the snow, you should have come up with something different. And it made me feel like you didn't care. And mm-hmm. we just had this conversation. So after that, he made it right. He went and got my favorite dinner for me and went went out and got me a, an ice cream cake, my favorite ice cream cake. And he basically ran all over the place that afternoon and got me a bunch of stuff that I enjoy. So I, you know, I think if That's you approach sweet. it right and you're not like, hey, asshole, thanks for not doing shit yeah. for my birthday. Well, that doesn't help you, when you are going to argue no. about anything in a, in a relationship. I think you just have to lay it and out for like them and be like. And it's like, me, asshole. Hey, you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad about think, this and this, okay? like <laughs> Yeah. I think you have to kind of just lay it out and be like, look, when you did this, and I think that they, people use this in therapy a lot, is like, when you did this, it made me feel like this. And I think mm-hmm. that is the fair way to fight, and it's the right way to fight. Instead of yelling and calling each other names, just saying, hey, yeah. when you didn't do anything for my birthday, it really hurt my feelings and made me feel like you didn't care. And then his you know, reaction is, you're right, I should have done something, and I'm sorry, and you know, this is, these are all the things I'm going to do for you now. And so, and, you know, well, even I, though I you feel like you. saying... Hey, thanks a lot, douchebag, for not doing shit. You feel like saying that, but you can't say it because that's totally not fair. Yeah, and it doesn't help anything. But um, I wanted to ask you. So part of the reason I think I got mad at John was because in the beginning, we've been married for, I don't know, so long I'm not remembering like eight years now or something oh my gosh really that's it'll be eight years in the summer yeah so in the beginning it was like 
super romantic and rose petal trails and like two bouquets and like you know little notes that said I my goal is to like make every Valentine's Day better than the one before it and you know <laughs> at, the, at the time when I got those notes I was like <sighs> I even told him I'm like that's not realistic <laughs> I mean they'll get pretty crazy here in 10 or 15 years but yeah um <laughs> But, you know, just the thought that he felt that way in his heart, and it was so clear to me. And then it's like things get a little, I don't want to say lazy, but maybe comfortable. Yeah, maybe a little bit too comfortable, yeah. Yeah, and I think that was part of it, where I was like, uh, it just feels like I'm routine. (laughs) The marriage is routine. Like, it's a bummer. Well... I mean, ours was kind of the opposite way. So uh, we got together and married and the whole thing really fast. Um, But Carl originally was not very romantic or thoughtful or open with his feelings. Um, This is something he's kind of grown into as he's gotten older. Now, we got married when he was 21. So... You know, he just, he wasn't really romantic or anything. After we had been married a couple years, I kind of had to sit him down and say, hey, you know, it is important for me that you get me flowers on Valentine's Day and that you take me out on a date sometimes and you do something thoughtful for me or plan something for me or when you're out and you see something that reminds you of me, you can buy me something. You know, I like, I had to kind of explain to him, like, these are all the things that make a woman feel appreciated and loved. And even though they're small things and small gestures, they're important. So as he's, you know, that was probably two years into our marriage, which we've been married about three and a half years now. So he's grown into the romantic part and Mm -hmm. he kind of found himself really enjoying planning things and finding the right card. And like, he gets excited to surprise me with things. So that's we kind of like went the opposite way he was just really not romantic at the beginning and he's kind of grown into it so i'm hoping that we keep going in the right direction (laughs) but you know like you said it's not realistic (laughs) for that to be that way forever but maybe you know you don't have to do extravagant things but just to be thoughtful yeah that's the best part is just being thoughtful like give me a massage that doesn't end in you trying to poke me you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it lasts more than three possible. minutes. <laughs> like the massage lasts more than three minutes before you're like poking at me. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, My yeah. poor husband. The things I say on this podcast. Poor oh, thing. Oh, no. I get that. <laughs> I think every and then, woman and then gets he, like, that. <laughs> and then he'll, like, not believe me. Like, oh, well, I know why you asked. I'm like, no, oh, bitch, you don't. my back was really sore. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but that was really why. <laughs> like, trust me, if that's what I wanted, we could just skip the freaking massage. But no, my back really hurts. Mm. I gave you three babies. Give me a back massage. <laughs> right that's, that's my new line julie i gave you three babies so <laughs> right I, I do you know what alone. this vagina has been through <laughs> <laughs> the least you can do is give me a back world up. war one two and three okay so <laughs> oh god hurricane story hurricane link and hurricane hero were burst through this canal Give me a damn back rub. And a hurricane link hasn't <laughs> even died yet, so. <laughs> He's Aww. so wild. Oh, and I think, He's did so you see cute. my post on Facebook today? Where uh, I was like, Link can talk and talk and oh, talk yeah. and talk that was and funny. talk. <laughs> <laughs> All day today. He would not shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I love him, and I'm not going to say shut up, but sometimes, sometimes I just feel it a little bit in my heart. Well, don't you just like, laugh I cannot at the parents? Hear, 
Like, don't you just laugh at the parents that are like, I can't wait for so-and-so to start talking. And you're like, you're an idiot. You just fucking wait and see. Yeah, it's all fun and games until they won't shut the hell up. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. And I think you told me this once, and it was hysterical because it's so true, is that when they can't do anything, they insist on doing it themselves, like opening every door putting on their own <laughs> shoes, tying their shoes. And it's like, you don't know how to do this and you're not going to learn here in 10 minutes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I sit there patiently. I let you try three times. And then you have to, like, do that sneaky parent thing where you do it and make them think they did it. And you're like, wow. <laughs> you like, mommy's you got totally places lose your to patience. Be. And you're like, get the hell out of my way. Let me open the damn door. I got to go to work. <laughs> God, you're you're holding shit back. <laughs> most of the time, right, most true. of the time, I just think those things and I don't actually say them. Sometimes I actually open my mouth and say them, um, but I try not to. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, some days you just gotta get the hell out of the door. I don't have a half an hour for you to sit on the floor and try to tie your shoes and then throw a fit about how you can't tie your shoes. Okay, confession. My daughter is eight and a half years old, still doesn't know how to tie her shoes. Okay? <laughs> if that makes me a horrible mother, so be it. I have resorted to making... My brother still doesn't know how to tie his shoes. And okay, he's nine, thank God. So. <laughs> thank God. I have resorted to making her watch YouTube videos because I cannot bear to try to teach her anymore. I'm going mm-hmm. to lose my freaking mind. <laughs> I'm like, here, watch this video. Learn how to tie your damn shoes. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. Mommy might just lose her mind. Hold on. <laughs> and I just look up and I oh, count to God. ten. And <laughs> oh, so funny. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Oh, yeah. Totally Little glad. Kids. kids take a lot of patience. Oh, yeah. But they need to do everything themselves. But then after five or six, it's like, can you do it for me? (laughs) When they've learned how and the novelty is worn off, then you're doing everything for them again. Or they try to get you to anyway. (sighs) Kids. I love love my daughter. She drives me freaking nuts, but I love the hell out of her. Yeah. They're little monsters. They're so sweet. I know. All of them, yeah. I know. <laughs> Speaking of kids and Easter, because it's Easter time, we were mm-hmm. going to talk about that YouTube video people posted where the Easter bunny and a security guard like <laughs> had a total throwdown. Or no, no, it wasn't the security <laughs> guard. It was the customer. Had a total throwdown. Yeah. 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 Uh, did you yeah, watch the so video? Yeah, so tell, uh, I did, so tell tell everybody what happened. We're, we're going to post this on our Facebook page so you guys can see it, but Stephanie can kind of tell us what happened. So, from what I understand, the Easter Bunny was holding a one-year-old, and the one-year-old fell off the Easter Bunny's lap onto the floor, and the dad was pissed, like, yo, Easter Bunny, why'd you drop my kid? <laughs> And the Easter Bunny is like, I didn't drop your kid, <laughs> motherfucker. And, I mean, he must have, like, torn his bunny head off because he didn't have yeah. the bunny head on in the video. And they were just, like, punching each other. And then you see the Easter Bunny, like, people separated the fight. You see the Easter Bunny walk off. But then he comes storming back. <laughs> <laughs> and starts punching. He even hit one of the ladies. I think it was a security guard, it looked like to me, breaking it up in the back of the head. Uh, trying to punch wow. the guy. So it was like... At first, reading it before I watched the video, I was like, well... I was I was like trying to give the Easter Bunnies, you know, a little bit benefit of the doubt. Because they probably deal with all kinds of, like, dick parents all day. And kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um... <laughs> So I was like, well, maybe the dad jumped on him because he was pissed his daughter fell on the floor or his son. And he was just trying to defend himself. But it's pretty clear in the video that's not the case. (laughs) If he came back for more punches, he should be charged for sure. I don't know about the dad. I mean, 
I'm not sure how it started, but I yeah, the the unfortunate part is that there's not video from before the fight. There's video yeah, it's from like during the fight. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you know, but when I kinda read the description and I watched the video, I just thought to myself, I felt like the father was being totally ridiculous. Um, you know, for what reason would the Easter Bunny purposefully drop your child? Right. There's nothing in it for them to purposefully drop and your in child this big, awkward in front of a crowd too. of people. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, h- how much can you hold on to with giant bunny hands and a fursuit, you know, <laughs> and you're wearing a giant head? You can't quite see everything correctly. <laughs> Um, I just feel like this guy, it's not like he threw your kid on the floor in front of a a crowd full of people. It was clearly a mistake. So to totally go nuts like he did it on purpose and, you know, just Mm -hmm. throw a fit like that, he totally was in the wrong. Now, the bunny shouldn't have come back for more, that's for sure. But had the (laughs) father kind of been understanding and not thrown a big-ass fit, it never would have happened in the first place. Yeah. I think parents are just so uptight about their kids. Like, kids fall. Kids scrape their knees. Like, it's part of being a kid. And just, it's ridiculous to think that someone would purposefully drop your one-year-old child while they're doing their job. Like, there's nothing in it for him. But the Easter Bunny had a warrant out for his arrest. (laughs) So For what? I was like, I don't know, it didn't say. The article I read didn't say. But my thought was, don't they do background checks? I mean, <laughs> I'm sure they do some. I, it depends on what he was arrested for. Um, I'm sure they do some type of background check, but maybe he had a DUI or something that was totally unrelated to the job he was doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. Mm. It just kind of <laughs> depends. I'm really curious to know what he was arrested for, though. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking that if they do do background checks, they probably have enough people that really need a job <laughs> that are going to take the job without worrying about, like, to turn down anybody who has a warrant of any kind. So my th- my thinking is they probably didn't even do background checks, honestly. It's through a third-party company. Yeah, it just, I I guess it just depends on what he was arrested for. I mean, if it's something totally unrelated, then there's no reason that they shouldn't be able to be an Easter Bunny, you know? Yeah, I I can see that, but I think that there should definitely be background checks. Oh, yeah, of course. You think, I don't know. I'm really curious. (laughs) I'm really curious. I'm trying to find this online right now to see what he, what his warrant was for. Or what his arrest record was. He had prior... Oh my gosh, he had eight prior arrests in New York. Where he is wanted on a fugitive, fugitive from justice warrant. Wow. This, yeah, this uh, guy should not have been an Easter Bunny. It says he had a warrant for his arrest for fair hopping. What is that? Like, oh, like I'm jumping guessing... over the little turnstile thing at the yeah. end. That's, is that what that is? That's what I'm I guess. See, we're in Vegas. We don't. You well, don't want to. We take don't know anything about the subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell no. <laughs> that, that's my guess. Is what fair hopping is. But apparently, uh, here it says that the father was bitten so severely on one of his fingers that he needed fourteen <laughs> stitches. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I think it's both of them behaving badly. You know? Oh yeah. I think they were both in the wrong. Yeah. I mean, what Um, a way to uh, set a good example. I I feel worse for the kids because imagine, like, you're there. You're, like, taking pictures of the Easter Bunny. You're waiting your time. You're ready to get up there. All of a sudden, you see the Easter Bunny's head fucking fly off. And then he's beating (laughs) up some dad in the crowd. You're like, what the hell just happened to the Easter Bunny? Right. Can and you imagine how that? devastating that would be for a kid? Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Especially if you still all believe the in other Easter workers. They probably had to go home for the day without pay. Um, yeah. I don't know. 
This I don't know. Immaturity. I think it's more traumatizing for the kids. Like, if you can imagine being like a four or five year old kid, you still believe in the Easter Bunny. That's who you think you're seeing right now. And all of a sudden, you see the <laughs> fucking Easter Bunny head come up, and here's Raekwon ready to throw down with some dad in the in the line. Like, holy shit! That's just like totally like devastating. Like, I feel so bad for the kids. How do you, how did the parents in line explain that to their kids? Like. Like, yeah, it's like nightmare it's inducing. Like I don't want Easter. I don't want the Easter Bunny to come. These poor kids have like Easter PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> it's PTSD. And those costumes are kind Easter of Easter traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. it's so ridiculous. The costumes are scary <laughs> on their own anyway, too, so. They are it kind so of only creepy. adds to it, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just think of Donnie Darko. Yes! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that is a really weird movie. The, I yeah. don't know why, but the Easter Bunny, like, Easter Bunny costumes are so creepy. Oh, uh, God. I thought Donnie Darko mm. was a little overrated. I did too. Yeah, I, <laughs> no, saw, I watched I saw it, it a few years. Later, I saw it I way after it. anyone else saw it. Um, yeah. And people were like, you have to see this. It's so great. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like I saw it in maybe yeah. 2012 or 2013. I don't know when it came out. It was on Netflix when I saw it. Yeah. And people loved it. And it's, it is one of those like arty kind of movies stereotypically I guess from what I hear and I watched mm-hmm. it and I was just like it's honestly the ending kind of sucks I thought I was like what a cop out <laughs> yeah like the same thing happened to me like people raved about it for you know a few years I think I watched it on Netflix as well and I was like okay this is really weird but I don't really get it and I don't think it's that great I think I had the same same kind of reaction when I saw Twilight, like, three years later. I was like, oh I got to gosh. the end of the movie, and I was like, really? <laughs> this is what everybody won't shut the hell up about? The first one? It wasn't one? even that great. Yeah, it wasn't that good. Uh, what I don't get? Okay, so, Twilight. My mother-in-law <laughs> got me the Twilight book for Christmas mm-hmm. when it first came out. Um, in the card, she even wrote, like... This is the hot new book that the salesman said everyone was getting. So I'm like, I would <laughs> well, have never you know read you're Twilight. In trouble. But I'm like, I have to read it now. I have it. It's free. It's here. She gave it to me. What if she asks me about it? So I read it, and it's horribly written. Have you read this book? No, because I thought it looked awful. It is. God awful. Like, her writing is terrible. But what I will say for her, she, it's like... A major page turner. <laughs> like it's like once you start, oh, it's yeah. like, well, I kind of want to see how where this is going. Although it really annoyed me how she had to be damsel in distress and be saved by the vampire like five times. But then, yeah. so I read the book. Of course, I'm like, I want to see the movie. And John was like, Oh my god, are you kidding me? So we see <laughs> the movie. I thought they had the worst chemistry in the world. Yeah. I, I thought know. it was so weird and awkward, and I could not believe they were actually dating in real life. <laughs> I'm like, I don't feel the chemistry. It's weird. And in the movie where they're, like, married and honeymooning, I was like, <laughs> this is still not good chemistry. Like, it's horrible. Like, the sex scene is, like, the most awkward thing <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. It was just weird. Yeah. I have a major, I think my major problem with Twilight is, first of all, sparkly fucking vampires, really, glittering (laughs) in the sun. Like, I'm a Buffy kid, okay? I like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Me too. They don't don't fucking sparkle in the sunlight. (laughs) Um, But no, my major problem with Twilight, (laughs) yeah. My uh, my major problem with Twilight is I fucking hate Kristen Stewart. I think she is the worst actress I have ever seen. I think she is so totally overrated. 
And no matter what movie and what role and what character she plays, she always has the same stupid, confused look on her face the entire movie. She has no other expression. She has the same expression no matter what movie, what role, what character, and what part of the movie it is. It's always the same. She is so bad. So I bad. I love her. What? I, I don't think she's uh, a great actress, but I really like her style. I don't think style. we can be friends anymore. <laughs> I really like she's her so style. She's so terrible. I like how she just is unapologetically who she is. And yeah, unapologetically a douchebag. She doesn't seem like a douchebag to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't she like She seems I like a really cool girl. Really I bet she snotty. would be awesome to hang out with. Oh, she's so snotty in her interviews, though. Like, she just talks to people and looks at people like they're all wasting her time. Like, hmm. ugh. I hate her so much. Ugh. But you know what? The movie wasn't great, so maybe it's the movie. I don't know. I saw her in that other... That I think it was, like, Adventureland or any, or something. I never that saw that. That wasn't a great movie either, so maybe... I don't know. She was in ugh. Snow White and the Huntsman? Was that it? She, I think she, there was like two Snow White movies two that came out at like the same time. She was in one of them. I she think was in the was, darker, I think it was the one. Huntsman one. I didn't yeah. watch that, but. I thought know. it was pretty good. I liked it. Um, yeah, oh my gosh, I, I hear your baby. And Robert Pattinson. Oh, do you? Yeah, Heroes. Yeah. <laughs> Heroes crying because it's bedtime. Oh. <laughs> She's so cute in that picture you posted the other day. She's so big. Aww. I know. Oh. She's such a little sweetie. She's so cute. Love her. Aww. Uh. I miss little snuggles. I miss Vanessa being little. I found this video of her uh, from when she was like four. And she's laying on the bed. And I said, you know, what's your name? And she goes, Vanessa Wyanshaw. Oh, almost gave her full name, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> she says... Well, her name's, her middle name's Ryan, so she said, Vanessa Ryan, and she said her last name, and then she said, uh, I said, how old are you? And she goes, four years old. Oh, my gosh, she's so cute. I don't want more kids. I just want to go back to that time. I know. I feel like Caro is getting at that age where she's, like, she's, she's definitely not a baby anymore, but, you know, when they're, Mm. these early toddlers... They still are like yes. babies, like hugging and warm and cuddly, and they still want to be held all the time. They're needy, and yeah, which sounds terrible, but it's <laughs> it's really a wonderful phase. Oh yeah, like, I think Ugh. like um, eighteen months to four years old is like the best. Oh, yeah, they're so sweet and like chubby and fun and. They start to develop their little personalities, and oh, they're so sweet. Oh, and I miss, oh, I just miss the baby smell, and I can understand why people get addicted to having 48 children or whatever they're on. Oh, gosh. I I, I want to have another baby. (laughs) 79. I want to have another baby. I just want to make sure that when we do, I'm in a position where I can stay home. And, um, you know, we don't have family in Colorado. Carl's family is here, but they all live at least an hour away. So, um, you know, when Vanessa was little, my aunt and my mom helped so much with her. And it was so helpful. But we don't have that now. So, you know, I want to have another baby. I'm aching for those moments again. But at the same time, I'm not you know, ready to do it if I'm in a position where I have to be working full time and having my kid at some random daycare or something as a baby. So, yeah, <sighs> I guess we shall continue to wait for that lovin's again. But I'm ex- I just want Vanessa to be little again. <laughs> I don't want another baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have three. Um, I have one. Yeah. You know, three my is kid's good. eight and a half. It's been a long time since she was little like that. So. Yeah, three's uh, a good number. No, yeah, no. three's a big number. <laughs> Anymore, I'm like, no thanks. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I might feel well, they like say I after do, your but... third. I mean, they say after your third kid, it's all the same. 
It really doesn't yeah, matter if you have three I kids or ten kids. I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what? Gosh. I'm almost out of diapers. And I was pretty much just out of diapers when I found out I was pregnant with Hero. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm so sick of diapers. I never want to see diapers again. So <laughs> yeah, I don't I believe it's all the part. same. <laughs> No, I think that's the best part is when they sleep through the night and they don't pee the bed at at nighttime. That's when you know you made it. You're like, yeah. But they still (laughs) are young enough to think you're a superhero. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're also like my little personal assistant. She'll follow me around. And I'm like, I'm not even asking her. I'll just like mention to John or talk to myself and I'm like where did I put my phone and she's like ah 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 <laughs> she'll run and she'll Aww. grab it and she'll give it to me and then she like the other day she grabbed my purse and my jacket <laughs> Aww, how I sweet like, Thank you. <laughs> I can train you <laughs> she's your little helper she is how sweet, so sweet. Aww, yeah, okay. well are you ready to wrap this yeah. is a good show it was. It was fun. Yeah. Wow. Well, we um we already have an idea of something we want to talk about next week, everybody. So make sure you tune in. Um, we kind of rambled a lot today, so we didn't get to it, <laughs> but we will. Um. So yeah, make sure you tune in next week. We'll have another episode. Um, check us out on Facebook.com/slash Double Hockey Sticks or our website, WhatTheHellShow.com. Um, we try to put a lot of stuff on Facebook. We try to upload the links and articles about things that we talk about. Um, we have a lot of people that are sending in suggestions or questions of things that they want us to talk about. So if there's something that you're interested in and you want to hear our take on it for some reason, feel free to send us a Facebook message or an email. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for this week. So and thank you guys for listening. Oh, the email, um, wthjuliestef at gmail.com. And you can find that on our Facebook as well. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Hope to hear from you. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye, Bye. guys. Have a great week. (laughs) 